Tyreek Hill has been traded from Kansas City to Miami. When Tyreek Hill left the roster, I put Kansas City third in the AFC West. They have two ones, two twos, two threes, two fours, and four sevens in this draft. That's a lot of picks. Brett's building this thing back uh, to where we feel comfortable so that we can go win on Sundays. So the Chiefs played the Bengals on Sunday, um, a game that had been circled on the calendar for both teams for months. A game that gave the Chiefs a chance to exercise any lingering ghosts from last season. A game that was made even spicier by some trash talking between two dudes who weren't even on their respective teams when they played last season. <laughs> it was a game that gave us one of the most all-time iconic Patrick Mahomes moments and images. But in the end, it was a game that the Bengals won by three points. Um, Given that that's the third time it's happened in this calendar year, we, we probably should have seen that coming. So I guess it was a game that leaves us with one lingering question. How do we solve a problem like the Bengals? <laughs> uh, to help me answer that question, I am joined by Neil Blair. Hello. And Tom O'Neill. Hello. And I am Duncan Smart, returning from a brief hiatus. A hiatus. Um, actually, uh, I'll, I'll start um, with something I should have said a long time ago, um, but like I said, I've not been back on the podcast since... Um, so to anyone listening that we met with in Kansas City that came with us, that helped us out, that um, that hosted us. So Mike at the Chiefs, um, Nita and Terry, um, Greg that was with us from Kansas City out there, um, all the guys that came along, everyone we said hi to on the way. Um, just just once again, a very big thank you. Um, we had the, the most amazing time and um, I know that um, everyone there can't wait to go back. So. I just I'd forgotten you hadn't been on here since. No, I haven't been um, on here since. No. no. Well, I had. I came when I got back. I had non-COVID. Uh, and you then non-COVID. Non-COVID. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, well, I said never tested positive. I was. I felt rotten for a while, and then, uh, as you guys know, uh, life events have. Uh, yes. Have have, have have taken over for a little while, and then. Social yeah. life events. Well, social life events, <laughs> real life events. Uh, yeah. Um, but I'm back, uh, and unfortunately, I've brought a, uh, an L with me. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I said to, I said to Neil, you. I said to Neil though, I like being on the on, on the outrage pa- podcast. I feel like I'm better on the outrage podcast than the win one. <laughs> well, that leads me. I like to, to moan. <laughs> good, because that leads me firstly to my to, to my first question, because I just don't know how to feel about yeah. that game, because I think that he, here's here's my two ways of looking at it. It's a game, once again, that we had in our hands that we should have won. We had a chance. We had the we had literally the ball in our hands to win it at the end. And we've lost. You know, to the... Now, listen, fair play to, um, <laughs> to, to the Bengals. It's like they've beaten us three times in one calendar year, which is really, really hard to do in the NFL to a team outside your... To, to any team, three times in one calendar year. It's really hard to do. Fair play to them. Um, like we've got a problem with the Bengals now obviously on the flip side we lost by three points on the road to a team to the defending AFC champions who had just got their star wide receiver back yep so I don't know how we should feel about it no, so I'm glad you guys are here how do you guys feel about it I um, it's 
it's such a weird one because it, it, I'm with you. It felt like the Chiefs were in position to win, and then one of our well, one of our best players essentially lost us the game in his own words this week, um, which which sucks. But and some people say, oh, well, it's just unlucky. But I saw someone tweet that, and then one of the comments was, well. Is it unlucky that we keep beating the Chargers at the end? And then you think about it and you go, well, no, it's because you're executing at the end of a game. And for some reason, the Bengals are executing against the Chiefs better in those situations than we are at the moment. And that's that seems to be what it comes down to. You know, we're in a position to win and they always talk about executing and they didn't execute. Well, so the Bengals are really good. <laughs> they are. You, you can't get away from that fact. And... I was kind of amused by our power rankings this week because the Bengals aren't in our top five, and I'm going like it's not just one person not putting them in the top five; it's nearly everybody didn't put them in the top five, and they've beaten us three times this year. But they're they are really good on both sides of the ball. I tell you, they were they were equal fifth and had the scores, but uh, I think we had San Francisco as actual five because they had like a higher placed vote. Than the Bengals, so on like a count back, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I have to, I have to eat humble pie with the Bengals because I had called, you know, after they'd beaten us or after the Super Bowl, or whatever. I had said that they would be the sort of AFC flop this year and wouldn't Roll make it back to the playoffs. But no, I, I'm I, I'm wrong on that one. They they are they're legit. Um, they're going to be. They're they're basically what the Chargers should be, right? I think that's yes. You know, that's um, a very good description. Uh, yeah, no, they are they are good. I thought I thought they were riding the the crest of a of a wave and would come crashing down this year, but um, mm. no, it's um, it's, it's not turned out like that. The, the they've one... got three three wide receivers that would be a number one on our team. I, I would I would have Chase Boyd or Higgins in our team, and I would probably and I love Juju. Like I I wanted us to pick him up in free agency since middle of last season. In fact, no, probably start last season because he re-signed for Pittsburgh for a year, didn't he? But I would take any of the three of theirs over any of ours. Um, oh yeah, I think the MVS thing is a fun experience. That that I don't think he, I I don't think he's a a fit for for the Chiefs almost. Like the Chiefs are such a such a efficient operation almost that that here's boom or bust isn't what we need we just need people to be consistent almost and it's incredibly infuriating watching him because you just don't know what you're going to get you don't know if you're going to get brilliance or absolute rubbish but I, I, I'm with you Neil it's 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 hard when you when you see kind of what they've got <laughs> it's just like what, what you've got like, I saw someone tweet that we missed McCall Hardman which I which I I disagree with the McCall Hardman thing, I think they missed the speed, which they could have got from Tony or Hardman. Um, but that seemed glaringly missing to me. What would Mahomes look like in their offence with those weapons? Mm. With tackles Wait. that could block. With tackles that can <laughs> pass block, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... Um, that's kind of where I take a little bit of exception. And I, and I know that Kelsey's put his hands up. You know, for... I, I, I take a little bit of exception to sort of the like some of the like insta hot takes you know on social medias and, and in the DMs and whatever you know like oh Kelsey's just lost us the one seed you know or whatever because like 
a game is made up of so many moments, and like you say, there's like MVS drops one in the end zone. Mm. You know that changes the game completely. Tyler Boyd dropped one for them as well. Well, yeah, oh, it's pretty, 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 pretty big play if he'd have yeah. caught that. And, and, and you know, Butker, you know, you could say that he, you know, he makes the kick that he's meant to, you know, even if it is a long one. You know, I, 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 I just don't like putting them on one, on one moment like that. And and yes, Kelsey wants that one back all day every day. You could see how angry he was. Yeah. Um, you know, straight after it. Um, I just think that was, like you say, a game where, when you add all these little bits up, we we just didn't execute properly. Should I tell you the thing that really frustrates me about the last couple of weeks about this team is that they've done such a got a good job like all season of just keeping their mouth shut and going about their business and winning games and they lost to the Bills they lost to the Colts whatever but uh, this week was so obviously hyped up in their dressing room uh, I've listened to Nate say it was like a playoff atmosphere throughout the week at, in the Chiefs facility and then it was silence afterwards which obviously you've got to make sure you don't get beat twice by that game because we've got a divisional opponent who have got a very good defence and I'm sure we'll get on to that. But it, what frustrates me is is the talking coming out of the Chiefs again by, as you mentioned at the start of the podcast, Dunk, Justin Reed, no need to open your mouth like that. One 4 nil and Justin Reed after the game, just shut the fuck up. Like hold the L. You're the guys that that lost the game. Like the fans didn't lose the game. The fans have right to be outraged when you talk the talk and build it up and then put absolute drivel out on the field. That that defensive report, like performance is is pretty appalling to be honest for a game where they were supposed to be up for it. Like that's awful. And Frank Clark saying that 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 won't happen again. Why won't that happen again? Why? Uh, yeah, what 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 makes you think that's because because you don't want it to? It's not going to happen. I don't I don't understand that either. I wish they just shut up. Yeah, I tell you what my, and I'll get onto the players' talk in a minute. But I think what my concern is 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 just exactly that. Why why won't it happen again? Like, I think I said before the game, I kind of had no reservations about about playing them. I thought I thought we'd have put a statement down. You know, hands up. I, I really thought we'd I would have taken us to win by probably by one score, maybe more before the game but you know we just have to take a step back from that view now and say no the Bengals have us like if we played the Bills in the playoffs now and I know the Bills have beat us in the regular season twice if we played the Bills in the playoffs even in the championship game even in Buffalo right now I'd be quite confident in saying the team that plays the best on the day will win Mm -hmm. like that might be us that might be them but I genuinely think that both teams will stand up and the best team will win and you can't really argue at the end of that when that happens if we play Cincinnati in the playoffs now like I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, because I'm not that confident that the best version of us will get anywhere near the field. I I don't think they I can think the Bills the best are version on the field. I think that's the problem I have against the Bengals. I think the Bills are a better matchup for us now, because they're somewhat one-dimensional on offense. Because they're they're all about Josh Allen, and if you can get pressure on him, if you can stop him running like apart from Stefan Diggs who we've got a history of shutting down you know does Gabe Davis really bother you no does Isaiah McKenney really bother you no like the running backs do they bother you no and then you look at the Bengals putting out three really good wide receivers against our three rookie cornerbacks without mixing yeah that was without mixing yeah because um, that P Ryan 
Um, looked right a pretty good running back, yeah. Um, so I just think their offense, Bengals' offense, is much more diverse than the Bills, and I don't think our defense is equipped to deal with it at the moment. Because um, I also think it's that the Bengals' defense, how they they seem to have an answer for the Chiefs' offense as well. Which is scary. <laughs> that, that That's a bad combination eight, if their defense has, enough, coverage, has an answer in their offense, as an answer. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, and, and maybe maybe they got a bit lucky, like um, Juju yeah. missed most of the game. But I, I just, I, I would rather play. I would rather play the Bills. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, anyway, so that's an aside. Back to the players talking because that has, mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't like that either. Like, yeah. the, you're right. There's no need for Justin to go in on that, right? And fine. He had a good game. That, that's fine that's not an argument he was fine Justin Reed um, oh, I thought I, well, didn't, I didn't think so well like like say going by like Nate yeah. Taylor like, they didn't they, they didn't throw the ball near him in the second half I just you know, he, he, yeah. he, he did he did he did his job enough but to, it's the stuff after the game like this week uh, like I told you I was right cry more yeah, like, uh, like, what? Who's, who's he, who, yeah. who is he tweeting that to do, do you know what right I, I loved Tyron Matthew for 90% of the time as at the Chiefs and I got I was really done with him by the end like I re- like really really like Tyron Matthew the first couple of years I like it's the sort of thing that can really just send you the other way on a player like I just I I, I now don't particularly like Justin Reed right now like and, he, and it's not his fault we lost or anything like that I just wish he'd shut up I just think he looks stupid yeah yeah like, yeah. I mean, because t- Tyra Matthew and, and, and find they're very different players. They're different characters, right? And they're, mm-hmm. it's in some ways it's very unfair to compare them directly as players. Like, you know, Tyra Matthew was all about getting getting his hands on the ball and getting it out the hands of other, you know, of the other side. And I don't, I don't think that that's Justin Reed's game. You know, so it's it's, it's unfair of us to expect them to do that. But if he's going to come in and kind of take over that um, voice of the defense or whatever, you know, whatever he thought he was doing at that point. Like you, you just you just need to you just need to back up a bit more, and it's not about it's not about your PFF coverage score or whatever it is, which he, which is what yeah. he appears to be, you know, Concerned based on. It's not it's not about whether you boxed the tight end out or whatever. It doesn't matter. We lost by three points. Like, yep. fine. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're you're right. I just I just don't like that. And he's given them, you know, he's he's given players that are already good players and have. As if the Bengals weren't already motivated to beat us, like you know, they're still fighting, you know, to win their division. Like they have every reason to play fired up against us. Uh, yeah, it's just totally needless. We just we need to be the bigger team. Zip it, turn up and play on a Sunday. Mm. It's, uh, it's just it just it you just end up looking really stupid, and that's that's what he's done. And then to come out and try and back it up, I just I don't understand how you can go into the Monday morning meeting and watch the game back and come away with that reaction from that game that, oh, I was actually all right. Like that's the total, that's a scary attitude game, for me to have, for him to have to, because game. that's putting him above the team. For him to come away with that reaction, it's almost worse than what he said to me. Well, I think so. I think that that's, it, it's, a, it's a small time. <clears throat> it's a, I just, I, I hate it on so many levels. You know that's yeah. I, I don't like it. <laughs> what I thought we'd also do is just take a look at I guess at some of the um, 
I guess some of the like the the hotter takes, the insta reactions or whatever that you know that we had coming through during the game. Um, I just am I on here? I'm not putting names and faces to any of them. Just just the, they're more just a um, they're more just a temperature check of some of the things that are kind of said. You know, in the heat of the moment, you know, mm-hmm. immediately after the game, or whatever, you know. And I think that perhaps the well, I think that these sort of unfiltered reactions are perhaps. Um, always a little bit extreme in the moment probably <laughs> you know but when you're you're kind of unfiltered or whatever i think there's also there can, there can be some honesty in them so here's just put something to you and see can i can think. i preface this by saying i now have to after the texans playoff game i was outraged after <laughs> 21 <laughs> three and i have learnt very much to not send tweets <laughs> when losing so what we didn't I, really- what we didn't need to look at your drafts folder, is that you? Yeah. I, I kind I kind of am like that, but like I was on the tweet machine on the game on Sunday and some of the replies I was getting I was going, What what are you guys on like? Yeah. So I I'm looking forward to this now. Well, so like, I yeah. had a reaction on Twitter. Some someone someone said um that a player was a terrorist, to which I replied bit harsh. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> and she apologized. <laughs> <coughs> So yes, the overreactions can be slightly yeah. too far. Wait, so, so like the first ones are stuff like the sort of stuff that goes to our group. You're like this one, Tobo. Isaiah Pacheco, elite running back. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure he's elite. No, I don't think he's elite. But um, he's better than any of the rest that we have. So this is like when you have a box of celebrations, right? And all Ooh, of the good sure. ones are gone. Yeah. Uh, like two days after Boxing Day and you've got left like all of the bounties and then there's like one Milky Way like that's what I'd say Isaiah Pacheco is he's like he's like oh fuck yes that Milky Way is looking that Milky Way is looking like that Milky Way is looking like a Malteser right now because he's surrounded by so much shit that he's actually really fucking good but but where a Twix to fall into your lap You'd be happy oh. to relegate the the Milky Way. To, <laughs> That's what to I'm saying choice. to you. Yeah, like like I, like I'll keep the Milky Way in the mix, but if you're going to throw a galaxy yeah. in there, you ain't saying no. No. Right. That was gold. That was absolute gold. Right. So, I mean, a lot of a lot of how you take that will depend on how you power rank a box of celebrations. But you get the gist anyway, right? So, all I'm saying, is celebrations have taken bounties out. So that's. That that's an off season discussion, is that? That's a, yeah, that's enough. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll get into that later. Uh, yes. <laughs> right. So on the flip side, um, we need to fire spags. No, absolutely not. Yeah. No. Uh, that that was the one that I took exception to during the game. As like he's not the one out there missing tackles, um, being indecisive. Um, no, I, I didn't. I didn't think Spags had a bad game at all. I think the players let him down. I'd agree. I, 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 who are you replacing him with? I just no. I like Spags to be honest. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, yeah. And I think it's um, <clears throat> in in some ways that shows a like a complete like lack of understanding for how Andy Reid's going to do things. Andy Reid is not firing Spags. No. When we are nine and three, you <laughs> no. know. In the middle of know, the season, pitching pitch super boring. That's just that is that's not happening. Um, 
yeah, I, I think I'm inclined to agree. I mean, I, I guess my next point come, comes on to this, that the Chiefs are badly coached. And that comes on to, like, like you say, missing the tackles. Um, the, 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 the offensive tackles not, not doing what they're meant to do. You know, the, the drops, the, 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 you know, whatever it was, whatever that would be. I don't think they're badly. I don't think they're a badly coached team. I think at times they lack discipline, um, in terms of just like the the special teams should be better than the special teams are, at times. And you can question Dave Toe, but when he has like a historically good record, you've got to question again execution. So. But who's he got? Like he lost all his core special teamers from last season, so he's. He's working with a younger, mm. kind of younger, inexperienced bunch. So there's going to be problems there. Like that's just how it is. Yeah, I think I'm inclined. I think I'm inclined to give the special teams uh, a semi pass. I think on this year because yeah, he's like, so many young players in there. You know, Buck has been to... injured as well. Like you couldn't tell me Buck is healthy. Yeah, and it's a weird time to have these overreactions as well because if it happens in a playoff game where it's ending your season then that's one thing, which is what, when I infamously was fuming about the Chiefs against against the Texans, um, you think it's ending your season. And at that point, that's when you can make changes. But we're halfway through the season. We're nine and three. Like, we're one of the best three teams, four teams in the NFL. <laughs> it's wild. Oh, I, I think I'm inclined to agree. This is, this is why they're fun, because they're only these oh, yeah. like, instant reactions. You know, they're so extreme that you can't kind of see past... The you know okay. one thing and the other. Um, what's next? These are, I mean, to be fair, these are all going to have a slightly negative to bent to them, obviously, because the because uh, the result didn't go our way. Um, Nick Bolton and the linebackers. Problem or not? No. Well. Yes and no. Um, I I think the problem that Nick Bolton and the linebackers had on Sunday was that the Bengals are good at running and they're good at passing and that's where your indecision comes from and that's where you're flat footed and you're not attacking like they they should have tried to sell out to stop one or the other and I think they probably did slightly early on and they got torched behind them Hmm. and then they kind of had to sit back a bit and they couldn't stop the run game then because P. Ryan was um, running very solidly and if they're not attacking the ball the way they should have been because they're kind of thinking, well, shit, this pass is going to go behind my head. And I, I think the de- the linebackers just got caught in no man's land. And I think that was the biggest problem the linebackers had. I don't think they played that badly. Um, but they were just, they were put in a very, very difficult position by a really good offense. Yeah, I'd agree. I don't, I actually think they've been playing like really well this, this year. Um, but you're right, they they were flat-footed and that's because they didn't know if they were going backwards or forwards on the snap. And that's that that's that that's probably the first team that have really caused us that problem this year. But um, is that is is that on lack of preparation? Is that on is that on Nick Bolton with the green dot to, to be calling these things early? Cuz I think I mean it's listen it's, it's not too harsh to say that that was a bad game from Nick Bolton. For me, I, I mm-hmm, thought he was yeah. he was pure. There's at least there was at least one Missed tackle on third down that would have had them off the off the field. You know that that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, again, it's a game made up of loads of different little moments. So you know, 
in, in itself, that's no bigger than I don't... than the MVS Kelsey Bucker. You know, I, it wasn't his best game, and I think that he, for me, Nick Bolton's a guy that's like you said, the, the Bills match are better. Like, like somebody like Josh Allen, that, that's that's a perfect game for Nick Bolton. I also, know, I, yeah. I also don't think you can just go, oh, the linebackers were bad. Well, what about the defensive line that were getting no pressure? And then what about the safeties that weren't helping to fit the run? Like, it's it's a, it's a whole thing. I don't you can just point to, to, oh, this was wrong, this was wrong. Yes, I don't think Nick Bolton had a particularly great game, but then I think I think you could point to quite a few that didn't have a particularly great game. So, and, and back to the the, the coaching and, and Spags, what about what about Willie Gay? I think he's still a bit of a conundrum to, to Chiefs fans. Like, is is he is he good? Is is he not? Why does he spend so much time off the field, mm. or not off the field, not taking snaps? <clears throat> I guess on the sideline. I think that's my issue. If I'm going to take issue with with Spags and the defense, is like. You know you're not putting your players in the best situation. So you know Nick Bolton's a downhill thumper, stop the run kind of guy. He's not great in coverage. You know Willie Gay is great in coverage, and so you take Willie Gay off the field on third down and leave Nick Bolton in because he's got the green like you, dot. Yeah, because he's got the green dot. Yeah. yeah. But you're you're not you're not making the best of his skill set. His skill set isn't covering on third downs. Mm. Um, so that if I was picking holes in Spags and I was picking holes in Nick Bolton, like Spags is leaving Nick Bolton exposed in a situation which he probably shouldn't be leaving him in. I think for me, that that situation is similar to what they what they're doing at corner at the moment. You know they've got all these rookies out there. You know, kind of, you know, learning their their trade. You know, with live bullets flying and. I, I think in the long run that's going to stand everyone in really good stead. So you have yep. to you have to admire Spags, you know, in that regard for you know seeing these guys through practice and camp and having the, the faith to put them out there. And I guess you know that with so many young players, that the floor might be quite low at times. Mm. Yeah. And these boards never get used anymore. But you can't tell me that we don't adopt a bend don't break. <clears throat> approach on defense, and I guess you can you can understand that these guys are going to are going to cause that break every now and again. I think this but, is a defense that I think uh, Neil at the start of the year you were scared that we were going to be watching every week. Yes, and it, and this is uh, I, I was scared to be to be we'd be fast, but we'd be fast chasing busted coverage. That that was the phrase I used at the yeah. start of the season. But again. It, that's not happening week in week out. That happened because the Bengals have got a fucking good offense. Yeah, you know. So I, I'm not, I'm not bothered that the defense had a bad week. I'd be bothered if they have one in middle of January. This is it. The, you, can, we're, we're you can't have the bad week yeah. then. We're talking about things um, that really, it's the regular season and it could cost us a one season. That's a problem. But really, that's I don't think that's any of our like major concern what our major concern is that the Bengals will be us three times and if this shows up in January it could end the season yes I guess that so that's to my to my next point which I think is one that that you may tell me that we've we've lost to the two good teams we played this year Uh, that might be mine yeah (laughs) I mean is that's my concern is that a problem is that fair is it well, we've lost to one very bad team, which we shouldn't have lost to, but it's one of those shit happens. Like every team kind of loses a game they probably shouldn't lose. But my concern is the two times you've played, you've played a team that 
we're probably going to have to get past one, if not both of them, to get to ultimately where we want to go, which, again, like my whole thing is if the team wants to win a Super Bowl, uh, I, I said to you at the start, the, the, the regular season almost doesn't matter that much. It's just a, it's just a battle for seeding. But it, you can see issues that are going to cause you problems going into going into the playoffs. Um, and it, it does concern me that the two times we've played a good team, we have lost. Yeah. Um, and we've lost by four points and three points. Mm-hmm. So, But the Chiefs were the team exact- that won those games, though, before. <sighs> I guess the one thing you can look at is that we lost to the Bills in a regular season last year and then beat them in the playoffs. So... That you know, it's one. Of, it's a, it's a hard thing to gauge, but is it a concern? Yeah. Ish. Yeah. I think. Ish. If, if, I guess. In in some ways, it's not our fault that, like the rest of the, the division that was meant to be this like gauntlet, <laughs> you know, it's, it exactly, it's turned into, you know, the exact opposite. That the the Rams when we played, you know, the Super Bowl champions are the worst Super Bowl champions ever. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I guess we beat the Bucks. The Niners were had had obvious personnel problems when we when we played them. Yeah, Titans you know, had Malik Willis. Yeah. You can't throw the ball. Yeah, by this by yeah. the same token, we played a lot of the early season without our you know first round corner, without yeah. um, without Willie Gay. Four games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've just played the last two games without Joe Tooney. You know, um, Juju Smith-Schuster's missed. You know, miss time. Um, I think these things kind of even themselves out in some in some ways. So, for yeah. me, that's not a massive concern, but it's certainly, I think, it's a fair comment. It's a concern to me only because the rest of the way the Chiefs uh, and and for the, like kind of since since the Bills game almost because you played the 49ers, Titans, Jags, Chargers, Rams, Bengals. Like it, the remaining fixtures, we could to coin a cricket term look like flat, like flat track bullies almost like mm-hmm. and you go into the playoffs um you know how you kind of want like a like a tough game near the end of the season and maybe that was that Bengals game that's going to concentrate them now for the rest of the season but you almost sometimes I feel like the Chiefs do this to the Raiders all the time where they you watch the Raiders play everyone else and they're awful and then they play the Chiefs and it seems to be a close game and you almost play down to these teams' levels, and I just hope that the intensity doesn't drop by playing the lesser teams. Almost, um, hopefully it won't, because you're playing for the one seed now. You're going to have to win every game. But like, I don't like going into the playoffs having played the Texans, the Broncos, Texans, Seahawks, Broncos, Raiders. Like, there's not, you know, I'll eat my own words, but it, that's not the toughest competition in the world. You know. True. No, I guess that we can have a slight hope that the Raiders are soon sh- showing some signs of life, mm-hmm. you know, and they might have, they might, they might, there's an outside chance they have something to to play for in that last game, you know, so maybe we get a bit of a test there. The Seahawks are not a pushover, um, but no, I mean, on, on paper, those are, you know, what have we got left, five, five easy, five, there should be five regulation wins, really. There are five games you'd fancy us to be yeah. seven point or more favourites in. Easily, mm. yeah. And thank right. you NFL for putting the Broncos game at nine o'clock. Oh, oh yeah, that is and a... God, God bless you and all that. Saying I, I mean, that's I think it's, that's a sign. Like, and this is this is a, a well-worn take, right? How 
how bad Russell Wilson and the Broncos are that they've managed to knock Patrick Mahomes off of prime time. <laughs> and they've even, I, I saw somewhere as well that even even getting moved to, to, to nine o'clock when there's only a few handful of games on, right? They've still, it's the first time this season that the Chiefs haven't had their channel's like number one broadcast crew as well. So I, I'm not sure who's doing it, but like we're we're not, we're not getting Aikman and Buck or Romo. It's on CBS. Yeah. So whoever it is, anyway. Right. So that's us. We're, we're chatting with the Broncos now. Unless anyone has um, has has any more Bengals takes, they could really have no. done with Hardman or Kadarius Tony. Oh, Tom, I was wishing for McCall. No, I, I'm not. Oh. I, I'm not. But oh. I, I feel like if I don't say that, then someone will go. McCall Hardman, blah 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 blah. What I'm saying is, I'd prefer, I'd much prefer Kateris Tony. Um, to be fair, Har- Hardman's another one that because Sky Moore just doesn't look it, it, like they hit different running those jet sweeps to Sky Moore. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. It just don't look it yeah. don't look the same. And and the I mean, Chiefs have lost that out of their offense since they lost Tony and Hardman. Yeah, I think we're we're on the record here as we're um, at best on the fence with McCall Hardman but he's another one just needs to, he wasn't even playing and he needs to put his phone down also wasn't on the podcast and what a prick he is he pretended he <laughs> broke his TV what the fuck what, why what are you what who are you what a yeah, I mean, fucking noise yeah. <laughs> literally you can go onto YouTube and find the the screen grab of the exact same pretend-looking TV screen as McCall Hardman put on Twitter. Yeah, why? Answers for that. And why? And I, why? He also I, tweeted um, a painted picture of himself during the game after a Chiefs turnover, I believe it was. Um, oh, I mean, he very he, weird. Very weird. Also, I think it's. I think it's all been. Um, it's all been kind of we're putting people. Are, putting two and two together and from the Tony trade and you know thinking that that spells the end of McCall Hardman and I, I actually think that for for so many reasons I would be quite <coughs> alright with, with that happening like, Hardman has a unique skill set right that can't be denied it's but incredibly he has, he has quite a unique personality as well off the field and mm. like do I genuinely hope and I, I, I probably shouldn't say this that like I really hope that when he comes back to practice, they get the pads on. I hope that Reed and Spags get their heads together and tell McDuffie or Watson or Brian Cook or someone to light him the fuck up when he comes back to training. Because that the stuff he tweet you cannot at the end of a game tweet just make a tackle. Like mm. that is that like what, I wonder does he say that on the sideline? Of course he doesn't, there. does he hell? No, exactly. You think, you yeah. think he's going up to, to to the to the DBs or the Chris the, Jones, put yeah, your fucking yeah, finger out, mate. Go on. Get yeah. some pressure on them, lads. No, I just, exactly. I can't do it. It's the talking that really gets me. Like, honestly, mm. that I think that's what it is when people act, like, overly cocky for their skill set. Like, if McCall Hardman's on the field, I get that he's a distraction, but if the ball's going to go to him, it's going to be manufactured in some way. And, and to be fair, some teams still can't stop it, and that's, that, that is what it is, and it, it was a big part of Chiefs' offence, but... I like what I like about Kadarius Tony. You can already see that we can have, and and there's all sorts of problems that come with Kadarius Tony, in terms of who knows what he did in in, in New York and his injuries are going to be an issue as well as we've seen. But 
Like, you've already seen you can have both. Do you get what I mean? Like, he, he offers the same as McCall Hardman plus more, which is why I struggle with McCall Hardman now. Well, always have, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely... <clears throat> he's definitely got a role to play in in the running, but... Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I... Here, here's my right, hot take. He's catching passes from Derek Carr in New York next year. We're in green Ooh. next year. There's my, there's my take. Um, interesting. I like that take. Interesting. <laughs> if they want to pay, if they want to pay, if they want to pay McCall Hardman twenty million a year in New York, I am all in favour of taking that third round. Um, Do you know what? Listen, I'm not, I'm not into just jumping on folk for like, whatever. But it genuinely wouldn't surprise me. If he gets on the phone to what's a guy called Drew Rosenhaus or um, yes, the name the, the the wide receiver agent and says, "Gonna gonna hook me up there, Drew." I got like that hat trick that one time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it genuinely wouldn't surprise me if he's the sort that would ask for stupid money. And in fact, me hopes he does come in to Brett Beach's office and <clears> Beach <throat> say, "Listen, you know, at the right money we can do a deal." And he does like the reverse Seth Johnson at Leeds, and goes, "Ah, oh, eighteen million, Brett, and not a penny less." He can do a Kirk and go to Jacksonville and they'll pay him a shit ton of money. And the thing is, I'm sure he'll come back to bite us at some point. If he stays in the AFC, I'm, I'm sure he will do things against us. But anyway, fine. Um, let's move on to Denver. Um, here's what I think, and then I'll let you guys talk. I hate this game as a get-right game for us. I think that there's absolutely no way that we can come out of this game unless we win 40-0 I just don't think there's very much that we can do to come out this game to feel that much better about the team than we do right now they're so poor on offence so good on defence um, this is just a win by however many points we win by and come home for me I can't on, tell if I think this is going to be a game for some weird reason because I don't know where the Broncos are going to get I mean, their whole season, I don't know what the max points they've scored is, but the Chiefs, you'd still fancy the Chiefs to win whatever that max yeah. amount of points well, is. Well, they're averaging something like, they're averaging under 14 points a game. Which doesn't win against the Chiefs, no matter what. You're right, it's a lose-lose game for the Chiefs, because even if you win, it's like, well, yeah, you were supposed to, dumbass. But if if you if this is even remotely a game, it's scary. <laughs> It's hard to know what to think about this, really. Right, so let me... I'm going to read out the last however many scores that Denver have had. So, 9, 10, 16, 10... Sounds like a quarter to the Chiefs. This is going... <laughs> uh, 23 when they lost to uh, Vegas. 9, 16... Another 9, another 9. nine. 21... Right, so they started off all right. Mm. <laughs> 16, 16, 11. It's just right. like very... I mean, they won, they won the first one. They won 11, 10 in week three. You've Against just got to get out of it healthy yeah. as well, though. You've just got to get out of it healthy. Yeah. And do you know what? Whatever the score is, the score is. But just win the fucking game. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. I just can't see... Like, like I said, unless we come out and give their defence, their defence, sorry, an absolute shellacking put 40 points on them and yeah. hold them to 10 like that's the only way that you can come out and say mm-hmm. 
like we spoke about power rankings, that's the only way that you could even consider moving the Chiefs up at all. Yeah. Because I, th I think that this is, there's just, yeah, whatever we do, there's going to be caveats against it. But if we if we lose, that's terrible. I do kind of like the offence playing that Broncos defence because they need they need to beat a good defence again. And, and, and they need to get right from last week. Um, but, you know, it's, it, like you say, it's, it's not going to give you any clues about about anything really <laughs> I don't there's much you can take from it but the the biggest thing honestly is to make sure you win the game you just don't want to get into into a game somehow because for me I don't I don't know whether I'm just just looking at it differently to anybody else but to me it does feel like Russell Wilson could come good at some point it feels like it's very strange that he's just got this bad and that every week that it goes by it seems more and more like that is the case but can he he's beaten Patrick Mahomes before yeah so well not mm -hmm. him his team has you know but like that's that's what worries me is is it's in there somewhere I just hope they don't figure it out yeah. on Sunday <laughs> I, I think that like we had red zone problems against the Rams a couple of weeks ago like the the good version of the Chiefs is very, very good. We know that. The the bad version of the Chiefs isn't very good. The offense is slow and mm -hmm. predictable and moves the ball at a snail's pace. And if 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 that version turns up and their you know, the, their defence turns up, they could completely strangle us. You know, that's not that's not without out with the realms of possibility for that to happen. Mm -hmm. Well, it's 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 not, is it? And that's and that's that's your concern there is that the defense have come off an awful game, and you've got to hope that you know if 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 the Broncos get the ball first and then score a touchdown, you're gonna to go uh uh <laughs> <laughs> you get a bit squeaky bum time early on. I I can't imagine this any situation where I feel squeaky bum time in this game. You really think so? Because like I feel like these are the, the games. Like the Broncos' the offense is putrid. Absolutely putrid. They're like they're 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 offensive, if you like. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they are. Yeah. If, if we if we get to fourteen points, we're winning this game. And I, I would back Patrick. But I I would always back the Chiefs' offense. I, sorry, I rephrase it. I would always back the Chiefs against a number one defense rather than a number one offense. Um, Andy Reid has shown time and again. He'll manufacture ways to score points against really good defenses, but we haven't shown that we can stop good offenses. Um, I, I don't see this being a contest. I, yeah, I mean, here's here's some stats. Which well, I'd, I'll, I'll give you one last stat. Right, the last time the Broncos beat us was two thousand six hundred and thirty-nine days ago. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is it something like thirteen in a row? Mahomes has never lost to the Broncos anywhere. Mm. He's what he's never lost a divisional road game, ever. Yep. Um, on the flip side, Russell Wilson and the Broncos are playing so badly, and have done for so long. Like, is is one of them? Is one of those things going to give, or will they all hold out? Hmm. The laws of averages. What do they yeah. say? It's like it's like you're at the casino, and you're just like it's come up black six in a row. It has to come up red next time. Like, no, it doesn't. No, well, exactly. So what? 
<laughs> what does that what does that mean i don't know do you think no, we, uh... that, statistically no it absolutely <laughs> doesn't like your odds are the same every single time no matter how many times you've come up black like patrick mahomes and the chiefs are better than the denver broncos substantially like it would take a number of really unfortunate like I remember listening to Nate and Seth and Josh on Times Hours early in the season. It was a Colts game actually. And they said if you wanna if you wanna kind of see how you rank the two teams, write a list of the things that need to go wrong for your team to win. Or for your team to lose, sorry. And the list of things that need to go wrong for the Chiefs are substantial. Yeah. The Broncos they don't really need anything to go along and they're probably going to lose. So um, it'll take multiple bad turnovers, probably a couple of defensive scores for the Broncos to even make this a game, never mind win the damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm just struggling to get any real enthusiasm for this game. It's because you that, can't that's win my... by winning it. Like... <clears throat> yeah, I think, I think that's where I am. That's my concern for the rest of the season, though, is, like... Denver away, meh. Houston away, meh. Seattle at home, meh. Denver at home, meh. Raiders away, meh. There's nothing there that should be challenging, and that that's that's concerns me. Poten- that's potentially a problem. Well, I mean, listen, maybe we just need to. I mean, there's no there's no good time to win a game, but maybe, I mean, maybe that Bengals game is. is as annoying as it is, maybe that's just the finger on the ass that they needed to, uh, you know, to, to, to I, get I would agree. right for yeah. the end of the season. Yeah, Very much, very much well, so. Like Nate said, like the dressing room was like deadly silent after the game, and I, I don't really know what I expect it to be like, but you kind of, you've lost your grip on the one seed, you've lost to the Bengals for the third time after just being all about beating them this week, and like, I don't know as a player if you just go, oh, for fuck's sake, you the bloody... I don't think like, we have lost our grip on the one seed. I, I, I don't think... Well, we we have, because we don't own it, but in terms of... I don't, well, I don't think the Bills are going to win out. No, exactly, but I think you you look at our record, our, our schedule, and the five games we've got, mm-hmm. like, Chiefs should be the best part of 10-point favourites in all of them. And then you look at the Bills' schedule... They ain't beating play Miami, the Jet- I just can't see it. They play the Jets, they play the Dolphins, they play the, they play the Bears, they play the Bengals, or away at the Bengals, mm-hmm. and then they play the Patriots. Yeah, so we, like, we I, I can to... see a loss in there, no problem. Yeah. We have to win out. Yes. I mean, that's that's one thing. Cause it, and even if even if we don't, the Bengals, and the, the Bills drop two, the Bengals are then breaking down our necks, I think. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we need to win out, take care of our own business, and and, and hope that's enough. And uh, I mean, like you say, I don't, I don't think that's in any... In any stretch, it's not a stretch at all. Hmm. I, I was doing token, the. Sorry, go on. No, I was say, by the same token, I don't have any fears, and I've said this before. I don't have any fears about us going on the road to win a playoff game. No, no, do I? I find this weird as well. I mean, I, I don't fancy going back to to Cincinnati again, but not. I, I don't think I would be that. I'd be less bullish, but I'm not going to be scared of that game. I, I would still, I would still fancy us to. Hmm. You know, to to put a performance in, you know, maybe that's blind faith. I don't know, but you know, I've got absolutely. I have no fears about going down to 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 Baltimore to, to or to Buffalo. I think if if we if we play the Bills, home or away in the playoffs, the team that plays best on the night will win. Yeah. And I'm I'm okay with it either way because that's that's the way that a playoff game should be. 
you can almost feel the pressure more at home sometimes as well with the crowd. Like I, I don't know. I obviously you want to be at home no matter what, but I do think you can feel that pressure as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that's that. Well, that I mean that Bengals game was at home. You know, it's you, you can't say that it's. Mm. You know the, the the Patriots one. You know it's not. Um, Patriots was. It's not a given. You're going to win. Just no, no, you're absolutely home. not. No, so. But like you said, um, yeah, I've got, like you said about the Bengals game being at home though, like that second half, you could feel the atmosphere in the stadium through the television was bad, like in terms of nervy. Yeah. Because because they couldn't get anything going and the fans are getting very frustrated and. I'm sure that translates as well, you know. If it's going good, it's going great, as they say. So Sunday against Denver, let's um, let's make some predictions. Oh, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. I know that we um, uh, we like a little bit of a flutter in our in our groups on a Sunday. We tend to put a bit of a um, it's a, it's a it's a parlay, isn't it, on an American? Yes, it is. Yeah, yes. we call it we call it an accumulator. They call it a a, a, a parlay, so a kind of multi-leg thing. But just who, what one player from the Chiefs side would you be looking at to? I got one to put on your your parlay. I got one, touchdown mm-hmm. scorer, cool. Malvin Gordon. Ooh, mm. I could see that. <laughs> I could see it. one yard run, <laughs> one carry for one yard and a touchdown. I could, I could, I could see it if we are quite far up on them. I could see that be Andy Reid. Is not... he? Is he even going to be active? I don't know. I feel like he was brought in as um, a bit of a scouting mission. To be honest, I'm not sure he's. I don't think there's an intention to no. play him really. And Andy Reid's not. He's not that very petty, vindictive. He's petty in the. He's, he's petty in the sense that he loves putting on a show. I think, and he loves getting, he loves going in his box to, to, to pull the tricks out. Um, I don't think he's petty in the, you know, in the sort of intentionally, you know, running up a score on someone. Mm. He's quite the opposite of that. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's the other. <laughs> tell you what, right, so, um, while, while we're on it, then that's the that's one of the other sort of hot takes that Andy Reid. Andy Reid. I don't want to say Andy Costas games, but some of Andy Reid's natural tendencies, they surface at the wrong time. That you mm-hmm. know, that's yeah. the, that's the most diplomatic I can, way I can put that. The most, mm-hmm. that's the softest way I can put some of the takes that, that I've seen in the groups. I get yeah. frustrated by some of the things, but then I just think, oh, what the fuck do I know? I mean, I'd have gone for that fourth down, but it's easy to say at home, you know. If Butker makes it and you get a turnover, or you know, you get the ball last with a chance to win the game, I see where it's coming from. But at the same time, I think I'd have gone for the fourth down. It's it's things like that, isn't it? It's it's easy to say these things when you're not making the decisions. And I think you, you see it all the time. Like Hackett, a head coach, goes in there. I'm sure he's not a fucking idiot. Like he's he must. He, he can't tell me he's got to where he's got without having no idea about game management but it's a lot different I guess when you're making those decisions and it's all yeah. on you in that moment yeah. like I'd, who am I to say he's yeah. done wrong you know and I, th- I think it's really um, it's slightly disingenuous as well to say I, Andy Reid is this Hall of Fame offensive genius his link up with Mahomes is mm. you know second to none and did the perfect pairing he does you know all these things he could scheme any of us to the open you know, if he really wanted to, and then say, 
but only if you didn't do X, Y, and Z. And that's it, fine, like, go on Madden and build the perfect coach or the perfect player. Mm. Because in real life, they don't exist. Mm. So if you want, if you want that version of Andy Reid, like the, you know, the, the, the quarterback whisperer version of Andy Reid, then you have to accept that he's old school. Like he's very forward thinking, but he's really old school in some regards. And he will occasionally go for, um, go for a field goal when perhaps we, we don't want him to. But you, so you I think, think it's I think it's right to uh, I think it's right to criticize him at times, but I think that like it's yeah. right to criticize that decision. I don't necessarily think that's a criticism of Andy, like read as a overall as a coach, if that makes sense. Yeah, it could have played out it a does. lot differently if if Butker kicks a field goal. We don't really need to get into it, but there's, there's, you just don't know. There's a million different circumstances, and there was three minutes plus for them to happen in, you know. Mm-hmm. So. There's no right or wrong yeah. decision. You're saying Andy Reid's wrong because we lost the game, but but then, you know, things things could have gone different. There's no guarantees who would have won no. if it kicked exactly. the field goal, or if it had gone for it. No, I, I, I mean, could have gone for it. It could have gone for it and thrown a pick six. Yeah. You no, just you're right. I, mean, I, I absolutely would have gone for it as well. I mean, I think my ideal thing is when you see Mahomes limping is, and I know he's trying to protect the timeout. It's take a timeout, and if you have to put Chad Henney out, he can get four yards. We've seen that. Mm. Like you know, I, I mean, that's, that's what I'd have done, but. Um, like I say, I, I think it's it's a bit like I mean I made the defence like Tyron Matthew, you know, in the last couple of years as well. You can't you can't ask for all the good bits of him, but then say yeah, but you can't you know you have to put your phone away. You can't have the attitude. You can't have the ego. You know, I just don't think that I just don't, life doesn't work like that. I'm afraid mm. Th- this is the version of Andy Reid that we've got. So you know, I wouldn't change that. That's the, he's he's not the problem. No, no, I have Andy. Not. I have an Andy Reid picture on my arm. It's going to be there until the day that I die. Like I'm, I will ride with Andy Reid as long as he's around. <laughs> yeah. Eric Bieniemy on the other side. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. We're all we're all ready for the um, Matt Nagy head coach of Kansas City either, though, right? You're all. That's, yeah. that's, that's for a future. Ready, program. ready's a strong word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, uh, Neil, sorry, your your bold pick, your 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 player prop for. Um, I'm not asking for specific um, deals. Just just one one player you think that you would be looking to to stick on your racket this week. Neil's quite good at these as well, by the way. Mm. Uh, well, I haven't had any winners this year. I've come close a few times, but I haven't had any winners. Um, I, I do like Jody Fortson anytime touchdown because you do tend to get good odds on that. Uh, I think if I was going for a a bit of a left field one. I'd go for the Chiefs' defense to score this week, because um, Denver's offense is just bad, and I could see a situation where Russ throws a pick six. So I think Chiefs' defense to score would be a, an interesting mm-hmm. one to add on there. Yeah, I'm going Kelsey double Kelsey to get two two scores. I think I think um, it was late Feed in the game him. by the time he, he he fumbled. But like we we saw we've seen it like with Sky Moore and the punts. Like Andy Reid is, is all into giving guys mm. an opportunity straight after that, so he he will know what Kelsey thinks. You, you know, I think he's going to give Kelsey a chance to to redeem himself this week. Fumble do we want to do some scores? <laughs> Imagine let's put Kelsey in punt returns. How about that? No, oh. that's not, I've absolutely not advocating for that. <laughs> not advocating for that yeah. at all. Uh, scores thirty-one ten Chiefs. Yeah, I th- I think the Chiefs is something like thirty four twelve or something something around there. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think we'll score as many. I, I would say, I'm going to say, yeah, twenty-four. What's that? Seven and seven foot tw- Twenty-four seventeen. Just because it's a divisional game and these Ooh. can get a bit weird. Um, okay. Yeah, twenty-four seventeen, but a, a comfortable twenty-four seventeen. Mm. Doesn't feel never in doubt. Yeah. A garbage time touchdown to make it look closer than it was. Yeah, we'll do that. I mean, like you say, any win is a win in this game. Come back healthy yeah. is the main. The main. Come back healthy with a win is the main. Is, is the main um, aim of the game. Biggest thing. Yes. Right. Well, that was. Uh, I'm going to give myself a mediocre performance for my first time back. <laughs> uh, off of off of a long injury, I say injury. Off of a long layoff. Um, I'll get back into game form in time for the playoffs. I'm like the Chiefs, right? Here's the thing. I'm just I'm just playing myself through in the regular season. You wait till you see playoff Duncan. Playoff Duncan. I said be, that a few uh, weeks ago. I feel like we're on a pitch count. Don't we? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, I just well, as I mean, as as, as you guys know, um, I think life's yeah. changing rapidly for me in the next in the next few months. Um, yes, we've got a, a small person, a new small person coming in April. So, um, yeah, Patrick or Patricia? Uh, we don't saying. know. We're not going to. Just we're not saying. Gonna, we're not going to find <clears throat> out. We're not going to find out. Um, if you don't get a, some form of metal in that name, there, I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> uh, just wait. <laughs> yeah. Beryllium Holmes is that even a metal? <laughs> Beryllium oh, Smart is that even a metal? That's, that's magnificent. <laughs> Be- Beryl's all right, isn't it? Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah right. you could get away with that. Put yeah. a pin in that, right? That might have a. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. This is this is this is this is not the forum, and you guys are not the people for me to make that decision. Probably with. not. Um, no. Well, <laughs> you you just ask Lynn and see what she has to say. But uh, I like that thinking. Yeah. Thinking. yeah, I mean, if we really get bored, I meant to be fair, so June, April, that's going to be draft time. If we really get bored, we could do maybe a naming pod or something. Name like draft. That. I don't know. There, it's talking. Uh, name draft. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, I, w- I will throw a quick story in here. When we were expecting Chloe, so our first child, this was like 10 years ago now, and we knew, actually, no, we did, before we knew boy or a girl, we used random Chiefs players' names uh, to refer to the uh, the fetus. And so we used Daquan Menzies, who was a, like a third string safety um, <laughs> back in like whatever, 2012 or whatever it was. So it bump, Daquan Menzies. The, the bump was Daquan Menzies, yes. Um, I, don't, I can't remember <laughs> if we did the same the for Sam. No, but it, it, was the, it was the strangest name we could come up with at the time because we had no idea what the baby was going to be, boy or girl. Right. We didn't know. We didn't have any name ideas at the time. So the, the bump was just Dickwan Menzies. I, I love that idea. But what's, I like our, our third string defensive back is Zane Anderson and Zane Anderson, my child, will not be named after <laughs> Zane Anderson. <laughs> Hang on. No offence to you, Zane Anderson, but it's, it's, no. this is not your time. No. Right. On that note, gentlemen, thank you very much for your company. Thanking you. Thank you for thank helping you. me solve a problem like the Bengals, um, <laughs> even though we haven't solved it. Uh, on to Denver. Um, let's ride. We will, yeah. <laughs> let's ride. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>